Blog Talk Radio. For all the news you need to know, welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. There is a musical revolution coming. A mixture of jazz, soul, and funk. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I want to say happy Thursday uh, to you guys out there. Hope that this week has been treating you kind and all of those great things. And hopefully you're getting ready to go into the weekend on a great, great note, you guys. <clears throat> I'm excited, folks. Uh, tonight, uh, as you guys know, for, wow, for several weeks, um, I want to say like four weeks maybe, uh, we had a tour of some incredible authors, 
um, co-authors of the A Woman's Journey to Self-Assurance, the anthology compiled by the lovely Tamika Sims. Uh, she is an award-winning author, speaker, entrepreneur, writing coach, dynamic influencer, oh, and just much, much more uh, that she does. And so uh, the lady herself uh, is joining us this evening, and so we're going to learn all about the process of um, creating such an amazing project and much, much more, you guys. And so tonight, if you have questions or comments, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. Or you can hit me up on Facebook at Bianca Fly, and I'll be happy to ask your questions live here on the air this evening, you guys. And so we're not going to delay any longer. We're going to bring the lady of the hour on here Tamika, are you there? I am. How are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I am recovering from the holidays and yeah. looking forward as, as we move into the next holiday season. But I know. all is well. No complaints at all. I know. <laughs> it seems <laughs> like you get the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. The yes, rest of the year yes. literally becomes a big blur. Like, Absolutely. once October hits, it's all gone yep. until January. Absolutely. It really does. <laughs> it really does. And like, I'm like, I'm thinking about Thanksgiving, and, you know, I'm like, okay. And then it's like, okay, here's Christmas. <laughs> I know. Big Christmas. Here comes New Year. It's like, no break. <laughs> I know. And then it's Valentine's Day, and then we start it all over again. You know what I'm all saying? Over. All it's just over. a mess, but um, yeah, all so. over. But I'm I'm glad that you are joining us. You're uh, wrapping up um, our tour um, of the co-authors of the Woman's Journey to Self Assurance the Anthology, mm-hmm. and uh, I know uh, the book uh, re- uh, released uh, back in October. Yeah. And so for you. Um, Looking at this and seeing the women that have gathered to become co-authors of this book, mm-hmm. what has been your overall take? Just seeing people's feedback and and seeing how much these ladies really poured into this book. What has been your overall like thought process of it all? So for me, Bianca, the greatest theme is is that these are stories worth telling. I think. You know, for many of us, and I was talking about this with someone a couple of days ago, is that the lost art of storytelling has found its way into the African-American community where that was our foundation. Um, But so now these ladies have been able to give a voice to their life's experiences, to the things that they have experienced, what they've gone through, and they realize that it's not been for themselves, but it's actually been to be a part of a greater good and that the more that they're able to share their testimony, the more that other people are able to get the help that they need. Right, right. Absolutely. And so for you, and we talked about this, I think, at the beginning um, of Mm -hmm. this tour, but um, how did you go about the process um, of selecting these ladies? And I know you said that people kind of, you know, you know, said, okay, these would make good candidates. And so, but how did you go about selecting um, who would be a part of this book? So... I don't think it was so much of me selecting in that the women made themselves known. Um, You know, because it's basically, it was a call to action. It was, if you want to be a part of something greater, if you want to submit your story to be included, then, you know, of course, reach out and make connections, the things that we initially tend to do. 
But after having a phone call with them and after, you know, answering all of their questions, uh, I immediately had their buy-in. The ladies were excited to share their stories and their experiences. And what has come as a result of uh, the time that we've been working on this has been absolutely amazing. So it's not that I chose um, I think it's that the women made themselves known and the women chose. You know what I'm saying? The women chose because they could have told their stories with anyone. Um, and it's not that I'm so great, you know, even though I am great. <laughs> but it's not that I'm so great. It's just that um, it's that the ladies chose to be a part of something that I was doing um, for the community, and uh, I'm excited about it. Absolutely. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Absolutely, as you should be. And I think – you know, one of the the, the great things um, about a anthology um, mm-hmm. is that you get to kind of take a trip around the world, so to speak, into different people's lives. Yeah. Because everybody, and one of the things I noticed interviewing these ladies, everyone bought something different, just something different, yeah. something that really wowed you and took you on a journey and so for you yourself when you first or was able to read edit their um their work what did you think about their stories and and whose story not to show favoritism but whose story kind of stuck out to you the most if if that could be possible because all of them were great so (laughs) all of them were great and you know they like you said they all brought something different to the table and they were all amazing stories um, I think for me, because I know I've never met um, but only a few of these women in person, but I feel I felt pretty confident in knowing who they are as far as their past experiences and what they brought to the table. But when I read their stories, I realized, gosh, there was so much beneath the surface that I had no idea of. And you see women leading amazing lives, and you see them showing up in the world as their greatest self, but, you you know, we don't really understand how they got there, and we don't understand, you know, why they operate the way that they operate. But when we're able to read stories such as those that were produced, it gives us an inside look into who they are, kind of a peek into their window, if you will, um, as to who they are. And the story that surprised me the most um, was Elaine's story um, because I had no idea that she was born in another country. Right. I had no right. idea. <laughs> I had no right. idea. I had no idea of her upbringing, of her living with her grandma and the, the story yeah. with her father. I had no idea. Um, right. But that was interesting for me to learn about her and to, to know a little bit about the culture that she I was exposed to growing up. Absolutely. And really how that and really how that has impacted uh, who she is on today. So that was really interesting for me to learn. And all of them, as you said, I can't I mean, I can find something great and amazing out of all of their stories. Right. As far as being caught, you know, by surprise, like, wow, it was her story. (laughs) absolutely you know and one of the the great things I liked about this is because uh, Tamika as you know um, and I'm pretty sure you you've experienced and heard about women and us pushing each other uh, supporting each other Uh, matter of fact Mm -hmm. I think you talked about this a couple days on on, on social media Um, Mm -hmm. but with this project you were able to see a bunch of ladies um, just pour themselves into this and get the work done. And right. so kind of that stereotype of, of women not supporting other women, 
How do you right. how did you view that or how do you view that now seeing this book come together so well and seeing these ladies which they've all, almost created like a sisterhood, you know, amongst themselves Absolutely. already. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. which is phenomenal, you know. You know, I Bianca, I've never subscribed to the notion that women can't work together. I yeah. don't believe that and no matter how much society says it or groups of women says it or right. groups or whatever I don't believe that, and I refuse to buy into that because we can all work together once we understand our differences and once we can work through things and not see them as, you know, oh, well, Bianca's against Tamika because Tamika doesn't look like her or walk like her or talk Mm -hmm. like her or whatever. Mm -hmm. We have to get to the point in our lives to where we really have to see beyond that. And I am on this sisterhood push because with everything that's happening in the news today, and with yes. everything that is impacting women, if women don't stick together and stand up for other women, we're gonna we've got a problem, and Absolutely. we have a a Absolutely. problem that's much larger than the allegations and things like that that's happening in the news. We right. have to learn how to stick together. If we say that we're our sister's keeper, then we have to be that. And I don't want you just to say that to me because it sounds good and because, well, everybody, that's what we're saying. No, I want you to say that to me and mean that. Like, right. however I need you to show up for me, that's what I need you to do. And right. so, you know, we all came together for the purposes of producing this project. We're all in the same community. We are all mm-hmm. in the same um, – we all understand our differences and still love each other, support each other, and it made this project that much that much greater. It's about – self-assurance and you can walk Mm -hmm. and operate in your self-assurance when you understand that this is not about you this is about you pulling another woman along with you right 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 absolutely and and I think that you know a lot of times um, we have a tendency to make um, situations I guess a lot difficult than they need to be when it comes to women in in business like you said we because as we as women we get in our feelings you know we get in our feelings about things and and what's what's considered support and what's not considered support Um, but if you look at the overall bigger picture you know for you like yourself you know you have a business Mm -hmm. you have a brand you could keep that all to yourself. Like, oh no, 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 no. This is this is to make a sim stuff. You know, I'm not sharing <laughs> this right. with anybody because you have the option to do that. However, right. you choose to, you know, sow seeds and pour into other women. You know, so that mm-hmm. everybody um, can can do great things um, out in the world in itself. And so, uh, with this book um, and people these awesome ladies just sharing their lives and so forth for you. What did you learn about this process about, or what have you learned just over the years, you know, from the beginning to where you are now about becoming a self-assured woman? I have learned that it is a lifelong process. Yeah. And it, we're never going to arrive we're never going to have it all figured out. We, because we are, or we should be constantly growing and evolving into becoming the person that we were created to be, which means that that's going to require some work. And sometimes we don't want to do the work. It's going to require us knowing and understanding that no man or no woman is an island. We need each other. And I've never been a person that's been about myself. I've always been about community. I've always been about a tribe. Because there was a time period in my life, Bianca, where I didn't have that. I couldn't say unapologetically that I have 
I hate to use the word gang, but you know what I mean, I, that I have a gang of women behind me who have right. my back, who are praying for me, who are supporting me, who are lifting me up and all of those things. There was right. a time in my life where I couldn't say that. There was a time when in my life where I could only count on one hand the number of real friends that I actually had. I'm so grateful now that my circle is expanding, but I know what it's like to to feel like you're by yourself. And to feel like nobody understands what I'm going through or what I've been through. But now we have a community where we can say, I am not alone. And I know if everybody doesn't understand, somebody understands. And, you know, so we're all connected in some capacity. We have to really, we got to get back to that place of understanding that we're all connected. We're all human at the end of the day. Absolutely. and and that's that's been my mindset and my mentality and and you know the greatest lesson of my life over the years has been that yeah and some others Absolutely. of course but it's it's been that we 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 can't do this by ourselves it's never going to happen it's never going to be successful that way mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. to um we have to get get back to really standing up for it and and standing in the gap for and supporting one another Absolutely. And, and I think a lot of us um, sometimes find that out the hard way that we can't, we can't do it all by ourselves, you know, because we, we, we want to pour into things and then we want to, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But we all get those moments where we're like, I need some help. You know, I need some help doing this and, and getting this done. Yeah. And I just, and you know, what I probably think the hindrance is with that is that they've been hurt in the past, right. you know, and I think I said something earlier this year on the Periscope broadcast, if people even still use Periscope, that, you know, the greatest source of hurt for a woman is another woman. Uh, it's yeah. because yeah. you, you think that, my God, my sister would never do this to me or mm-hmm. my mom mm-hmm. would never do right. this to me, but that's not everybody's experience. But if right. that's how you grew up, to where you felt and where your circumstances said that, hey, if you want to do something, you're going to do it by yourself, then that's your attitude. So it takes women wrapping their arms around the woman that feels that way and says, hey, you don't have to do this anymore. You don't have to walk this path alone. I'm here for you. Let me grab your arm. Let me grab your hand and let me help pull you to where it is that we're both trying to go together. And it's missing. It's showing up more, but it's been missing. (laughs) <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's been missing yeah. for so long, but we have to get right. back to what I would say some of the more foundational principles of sisterhood and relationship building. Absolutely. What do you think keeps us um, keeps us from getting to that point? You know, because you have some women, you know, who are just like, okay, I'm not, you know, I'm not dealing with other females. You know, you have some women who have that type of mindset. Uh, then you have some whom you know, because like you said, they've been hurt in the past. They won't allow mm-hmm. themselves to really get close to another, you know, sister friend again. How do you repair those moments? Like if you have been hurt, you know, by another woman, um, how do you get past that to where you don't take that emotion out on the next potential good woman that you connect with, you know? The thing that I would suggest is you got to step outside of yourself. It's easy for us when we've been hurt to revert inward um, because, you know, in myself, I know that I'm safe because I know that I'm not going to hurt me. I know that I'm not going to do anything adverse to what my own mind tells me to do. I know what my voice sounds like so I can drown out everybody else. And so in our process of reverting, reverting inward, we stay there. 
not understanding that there's a big world out there where not everybody that you come across is going to hurt you. Not everybody that you come across has any ill will or malice or um, ill intent in their heart towards you. Some people really are rooting for you and really are cheering for you and want to help you and be there for you, but we have to allow them to do that, which means we're going to have to make ourselves vulnerable. Um, which means, and in that vulnerability, we may have to even open ourselves up to be hurt again, but that's all a part of the process because if you don't try, you'll never know. And if you don't extend trust, you'll never know that you can have trustworthy relationships and the same thing with love and friendship as well. So we have to be willing to take the chance, understand that, yes, this person may have hurt me, but that doesn't mean that everybody will. Right. right. And so once we've healed and moved on from that hurt, depending on how deep it was, you know, then we can say, okay, I've moved on from that. Now let's see. Now let's see what else is out there for me. Now let's see what's on the other end of this hurt. Now let's see what this was all about, where this was leading and taking me to. So that's kind of how that it's the, but it's the work that's required. And like, you know, and as I alluded to earlier, that work is what stops us because we don't want to do that. We would rather, right. you know, wave a magic wand or something right. and let everything right. just be all better. But life requires us to do some work. So, Absolutely. and I think that sometimes mm-hmm. that's what prevents us from really moving forward. Absolutely. Uh, we got a question here from Miriam uh, from D.C. She says, okay. uh, Tamika, what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned um, by being an entrepreneur thus far? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I've learned that just when you think you can't, you can. Um, that's been one of the greatest lessons. Um, the second lesson is is that um, that I definitely made the right decision. I think so much with entrepreneurship is a lot of questioning, especially when you're new. There's a lot of right. questioning. Did I make the right decision? Did I make the right choice? Um, did I really hear God? You know, we kind of runs across your mind, but you have to know in and of yourself that you absolutely made the right decision. So I've learned to trust myself. Um, and I've learned that I need people (laughs) that, you know, even though this is my business and what God gave me this, I can't do this work alone that it takes a team of people. And so I've had to, um, establish a strong supportive network, um, people that I call my personal board of directors, my think tank, to really right. help me, um, to, who see me, um, because that's important. You want people who see you, who see your flaws, who see your good, mm-hmm. see the good about you, but they can help you say, hey, you're doing great in this area, but this area needs a little bit more work. And so the ladies right. that I have surrounded myself with, they do that. So those have been some of the greatest lessons. Um, I've learned that I'm fearless. Because um, I just take an idea and I run with it, <laughs> and I have an assistant who's like, "Oh my gosh, you are just like have you, you know?" So she keeps me together, <laughs> and because um, I can be out there, you know, I'm a big dreamer, <laughs> big visionary, so I can no be out to there, make her be out there. I don't believe I know it. that's unheard of <laughs> because that never ever happens. But I can be out there, and she reels me back in, and sometimes she gets mad, mad with me and puts me in my place, too. So, you know, it's, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good, and it's all love. So, um, so yeah, that, those have been some of the greatest lessons that I've learned. I'm actually doing a, a Facebook Live video tomorrow about my um, entrepreneurial experience because tomorrow's my eight-month anniversary. And awesome. so, you know, um, like someone told me, the baby is about to be full-term. Yeah, let me tell you that second half stretch. 
leading to the third <laughs> trimester, I felt like I was going to lose my mind. But <laughs> I am excited to be here. So, yeah, those are some of the, the greatest lessons that I've learned this past year. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Karen uh, from Jacksonville, Florida, uh, she wants to know, how do you know you have a book that's worthy of being published? She says, I feel as a, an aspiring writer, oftentimes mm-hmm. I compare myself to other big name authors, so to speak, and therefore I don't believe that my work is just as great, which I'm, pro- I'm probably pretty sure you've heard this question before. Uh, oh, yeah. where people have that comparison of like, okay, look, I'm not, you know, this mm-hmm. this big time best selling author, or they don't think they are. Um, so mm-hmm. so how do you how does a you know aspiring author author deal with that? So I'm gonna say this to Karen, and I heard Shonda Rhimes say this. She said that you are never if writing is your calling, and if writing is the thing that has been placed on your art. She said you're no longer aspiring. You are a writer. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing that I'm going to say to Karen is that you're not an aspiring writer. You're a writer. Now what you have to do is is get rid of the spirit of comparison because I believe that comparison is really the thief of joy. And the more time we spend looking at um, Susie Orman and Oprah Winfrey and, you know, Brene Brown and some of these other national and internationally best-selling authors, we have to realize that we got a seat at the table too. That there's nothing that these folks have accomplished for themselves that when we put mm-hmm. in the work, we can't right. accomplish for ourselves. Now, we may never reach or, you know, who knows, um, the heights that we will go and the places that we'll go and the things that we'll be able to do. But if we don't sit down and do the work, it'll never happen. So Absolutely. you have to be willing to take the chance. And if there's a story on your heart, then that is a story that's worth telling. That is a story that's worth telling. And because you want to tell it, I can promise you that there's an audience out there who absolutely needs what you have to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let it, you know what I'm saying? So let it be no longer a question in your mind, but just know that if it's on your heart to do and if you're inspired to write, then write. Absolutely. Great, great answer. And if you guys are just tuning in, if you guys, we are are on with uh, Zemeka Sims. She is the compiler of the A Woman's Journey to Self-Assurance, the anthology, you guys. And if you're on the line and you got a question or comment for her, go ahead and press 1. Or you can call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. And we're going to keep rolling with the questions because I see I got quite a few. Y'all trying to find out everything about uh, Miss Sims this evening tonight, huh? I uh, love it. So... That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So let's see. Diana, um, Diana from Connecticut. She okay. says, making the move to become a full-time entrepreneur has really made me sick to my stomach when I think about some of the oh. things I could be facing. How do you get over that fear of leaving that nine to five that you've been working hard at for years and stepping mm-hmm. out on your own? That is a great question. Um, you have to feel the fear and do it anyway. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the fear is never going to go away, yeah. right? Everything yeah. is never going to be perfect. You'll never right. have all the money that you need. You just have to take the leap. And as you take the leap and begin to make a walk, you have to trust that the path is going to be made plain before you because that's really what happens. Entrepreneurship is one big leap of faith. 
And I can tell you that because last year this time, I was just praying about living this life. I was praying that, you know, and asking God, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And when I walked into my manager's office on March the 1st and said, I'm resigning, I knew in that moment, I just knew all the fear went away, um, me being afraid, all of that went away, because I knew that my path would be laying before me. The client, I would have no shortage of clients. All of my needs would be met. I don't even miss my paycheck. I don't miss getting up and going to work for someone else. I love the freedom that this lifestyle brings. Now it's challenging and it stretches you and it's supposed to, but you have to feel the fear and do it anyway. Get sick to your stomach, do what you got to (laughs) do, get back up, wipe your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Wipe your mouth, wipe up, stand up tall and get back in the race. That's exactly what you have to do. Absolutely. Because I'm pretty sure they're, they're all in your experience because you've been doing Mm -hmm. it, um, what, eight months now. And so there are moments where, because if, especially if you're working a job that you know, okay, Mm -hmm. I I get paid every week, every two weeks, whatever. When you become a (laughs) full-time entrepreneur, some, is it true that some days you might be sitting there like, all right, (laughs) when is, you know, when is it coming through? You know, just to be honest. Let me tell you, let me tell you, (laughs) I... You know, Where's some days money? I have clients and they're like, yes, yes. And you know that, not, not the PayPal, you know what I'm saying, it's blinging. The hotline is blinging and clients are like, yes, let me sign up and boom, boom, boom. And you're like, wow, I had a great day. You know what I'm saying? I, I've reached my income goal and I'm doing great. And then there are some days where you're like, um, can I get somebody to buy a course? <laughs> Does anyone want a mentoring <laughs> session? Anyone interested in the strategy? Like it comes um, it comes like that, and it ebbs and flows, and you have to ride the wave. You're going to have some great months. You're going to have some low months. you got to know at the end of the year folks are focusing on Christmas and families mm-hmm. and holidays, but you got to plan, and you have right. to properly position yourself. <clears throat> and guess what? This is what I've learned, that there is no shortage of money. Money is just an exchange of, and just a currency exchange. Um, that's right. But there's always an exchange that's taking place, and you have to trust that because God has given you the vision, he's given you the provision, right? And every day is not going to be roses. That's what this journey is about. So on the days where you're not making money, you can still be working in your business. You can still be saying, okay, what do I need to do to beef up marketing? Maybe I missed something. Maybe people are asking me for something that I have yet to create. Like there's never a shortage of ideas, of content, of money, or anything. So, um, But you you got to plan and – position yourself and you got to, you know, prepare. You have to prepare because there are going to be those days where it's great and those days that it's not, but it all depends on you. And I'm not saying that you got to become a hustler because I don't like that word, but you got to (laughs) strategize and you got to be real strategic because if you're hustling, you're always, always, always trying to chase the dollar. You don't have to do that. You can chase your purpose and watch the money just fall in line for you. Watch everything that you need be met. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, you guys. And so what we're going to do, you guys, we're going to take a little break, uh, but we're going to come back and uh, I see uh, ladies have some more questions. I'm going to be having to answer for you guys, Uh, but feel free to call in and talk to her live if you like at 347-326-9139 is the number. All you have to do is press one uh, once you get on the line and we'll be happy to bring you in to join the party, you guys. And we are on, you guys. With Tamika Sims, you guys, she is the compiler of The Woman's Journey to Self-Assurance, the anthology. Uh, So we're going to take a break, you guys, and we'll be right back with more. 
right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. There is a musical revolution coming. A mixture of jazz, soul, and funk. coaching, motivating, or writing, I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Bianca Fly takes me high on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And tonight, you guys, we are joined by Tamika Sims. She is the compiler of the A Woman's Journey to Self-Assurance, the Anthology. Uh, so tonight, we are talking about the beginning to the end process um, of this journey for Tamika. And if you're out there... Yeah. <clears throat> and you would like to call in with your question or comment, feel free to do so. The number is 347-326-9139. Or uh, you guys can hit me up on Facebook, as many of you continue to do as well, which I love it. We love it. Um, So tonight uh, we have been discussing this incredible um, anthology as well. And let's see here. Destiny. Um, Destiny from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, she wants to know what are some of the pros and cons about being an entrepreneur. Ooh, that could that could go on all night. That could go on all it night. Could. That's an interview all by itself. But I'm gonna wrap it up really quickly. Um, pros. I'll start with the good stuff first because you know we gotta leave with the good. Um, right. Is that freedom? It's you get you have the ability to live a lifestyle of freedom, a lifestyle that you get to create um, for yourself. You are um, you have full creative control. 
You have full financial control over your business. Um, so those are some of the pros. Cons are um, the challenges that come along with entrepreneurship. It's great that you get to create the lifestyle that you want to live, but you have to create the lifestyle that you want to live, and I keep talking about the work. If you're a person that easily quits, this lifestyle is not for you. If you um, if you have no wherewithal, if you're not a self-starter, you know, this, that those are going to be some of the cons because that's a requirement that I'm saying that you need to have on the inside of you. Um, you if you don't have a plan, um, it's always going to be a struggle for you. Um, I, you know, honestly, outside of those things, there hasn't really been anything bad that I could say about this life that I've lived. And sure, I've struggled. Um, I've questioned myself in this decision. I have dealt with a lot um, of backlash, sometimes from my family, questioning mm-hmm. my decision. And that's okay. You know, that all comes with the work. But this has been, this is the life that I prayed for. And literally this time last year, this is the life that I prayed for. And every day I get to wake up and live the life that I prayed for. And no matter how many things go bad, that's beautiful. (laughs) That's the most beautiful thing to me. And I get to impact people's lives. And I get to help them birth their own stories. And I get to inspire other entrepreneurs just by waking up every day and showing up in the world. That's that's a beautiful blessing. It comes with a lot of responsibility, but that's a beautiful blessing. So not a lot of cons for me, not a lot of cons for me at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this kind of goes into uh, what you were just talking about. Um, Faith, uh, Faith from, let's see, Faith from California. Uh, She says, why do you feel that once we begin Starting our business, we always hear family and friends say, I will support you. I got your back. However, I find that very different. Why do you believe family and friends sometimes just have a hard time showing you support? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Oh, good old family and friends. So here's the thing. Before you start, like, Tamika, people tell me all the time, like, perfect strangers support them Mm -hmm. a lot more than family, friends, like people they've never met, you know, cross paths with Mm -hmm. or anything. Um, Mm -hmm. So anyway, but yeah, go ahead. Share share your tea. (laughs) Honey, I got to sip this tea. But listen, (laughs) here's the thing, and I think this is where we need to let our family and friends off the hook. So y'all got to go with me is that our family and friends were never designed to be our audience, Mm, right? They were never designed to support us. They're to love us, and they're to be there for us, and maybe they'll show up at our celebrations, maybe they won't. But we got I think we got to let our family and our friends off the hook because they're never going to give us the support that we need because, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. again, they're not our audience. They're not the people that God has specifically set aside to support us, to sow into us, to be there for us, to buy from us, to share our offerings, et cetera, but we have a specific audience. And so that's where that energy that we're taking, that we're talking about our family and friends, we got to take that same level of energy and find our audience and find the people who need our voice. 
find the people who can't move to their next level until they hear from us or until they work with us or until they um, interact with us. That's where we have to spend that energy, and we got to kind of let our family and our friends off the hook because they're, they're the level of support that we need for the lifestyle that we want to live and where we're going, they're never going to be able to give that to us, not in not in how we are ascribing to it, but our audience will, and that's where we need to focus that energy. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I think, you know, a lot of times we can get caught up in that because we believe, oh, like, yeah. okay, you know, like, you're my aunt, you know, you're my you're my brother, right. you're my sister, you're such and such, like, why aren't you supporting me? <laughs> and so a lot of times, you know, we get attitudes with people, you know, because, yes. oh, well, you're not supporting yes. me, you know, and, and then that turns into, like, oh, well, I'm not coming to your event if you don't come to my, you know, so it's And listen, we don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. There's too much happening in the world, right? There's too much happening in the world. We started this conversation about sisterhood. So Auntie Joyce is not going to show up at your event, but Auntie Joyce (laughs) loves you. (laughs) And she's praying for you. She's thinking about you. She's not telling nobody about your book or about your new business, but um, that perfect stranger that's sitting in the corner that's been watching you for six months, wanting to say, man, I really want to work with her. What do I need to do so well? But see, you're ignoring her because you're focusing on Auntie Joyce over here and what she's not doing. But Mm -hmm, if you would mm -hmm. pay attention to what's really happening and pay attention to your people, and by your people, I mean your audience, your supporters, your your friends and your family, you got to pay attention to to the woman in the back of the room because that's the one that's going to help you get to the next level. So you can't continue to ignore her while focusing on someone that you know um, can't help you get there um, per se, per se. She can't help you get there per se, but that woman back there that's been watching you, and I promise you they are, people will watch you for months. And they will never say a word. So you think you're not being supported because you're not in tune. Mm-hmm. And you think mm-hmm. people don't see you, but people see you. But you just have to continue to show up and do um, as your best self. And you have to continue to show up and be who it is that you were created to be. Continue to give to the world how you're supposed to. And when your people arise and when you're in position, everything will happen as it's, um, in its perfect timing and you'll encounter those what I call life's destiny moments where everything will just line up just so and you'll wonder why in the world was I focusing on that when man I missed this incredible opportunity right over here Mm -hmm. so we got to shift our focus and our mindset and our way of thinking because family is never going to do it so once we know that recognize understand and still love them we got to put our energy where it needs to be Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. And of course, um, Tamika, uh, wow, 2018 will be here before we know it. <laughs> We're going to blink. Right. And it's going to be here. What is in store for Tamika Sims um, oh, for wow. 2018? Um, <laughs> for starters, listen, I'm crossing my legs on that one because I was waiting. For starters, <laughs> So I'm excited. I'm hosting um, my inaugural live conference January 26th and 27th here in South Carolina. I'm excited about that. Um, This has been an incredible – 2017 has been an incredible year first for me, and I'm excited that I get to start off 2018 by doing something that I've created. And not just me, but I I have an incredible team, and I have a a wonderful group of ambassadors. Like, this has been amazing. So there is that – 
I already have a couple of speaking dates lined up for 2018. Um, I have, of course, more clients that I will be serving and helping to birth their book book babies in 2018. Excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be going back to Atlanta to co-facilitate another writer's workshop um, sometime in March or April. I'll be hosting my own writer's workshop here in uh, in May, more than likely. So, you know, and I'll probably be releasing two books. I'll probably be releasing two books next year. Um, We'll be working with a brand-new set of ambassadors. And then everything else, learning and growing and living and evolving and praying and crying and screaming, you know, just (laughs) everything that just kind of comes along with it. But um, I'm just excited. My power word for 2018 is – why does this always slip my mind, is exponential. (laughs) And because I'm looking forward to that level of growth in 2018, of really just growing by leaps and bounds. My one-year anniversary of being an entrepreneur is next year and April the 1st. So there will be a lot that's happening, uh, you know, just everything. And I'm just so excited about um, my life and um, how it's going to grow to the next level. So, yeah. Yeah. I just tell Absolutely. people to just stay connected because you never know. Because every time God gives me an idea, I just run with it. So, you know, just stay connected. <laughs> just stay tuned um, because it's only going to get um, – it's only going to get more. You know, God's going to increase me, enlarge me, everything, and I'm just so excited about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited as well because uh, Tamika is always working, working diligently and working on something and just um, I'm just always amazed. I, I really am amazed. And I, and I think I told you this. I'm amazed at how impeccable and incredible the women are that you have connected with. Thank you. Like they're really some awesome, awesome, wholesome women whom are like, you know, hey, whatever you need, I'm I'm here to assist assist you, you know. Uh let let me let me know how I can help you. And I think that is just amazing. And it gives other women and other women who are entrepreneurs, it gives them that encouragement, that boost that they need, you know, to be surrounded um by these awesome women as well. And so I'm glad that um, you guys were able to bring this awesome journey um, and tour over here to the beautiful Butterfly Show um, and have these awesome um, ladies on here to share their stories with the audience. And uh, I'm glad that you came on um, as well to, to share your life and your journey. And so I know that we're definitely going to be hearing a lot more from you um, in 2018. Yes, and ma'am. Um, all of what is going on with you. And so for you, uh, Tamiko, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. what has Tamika learned about Tamika this year? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> I think the thing that I've learned about myself is that um, it's okay to choose me. Mm. Yes. You know, people um, people mm-hmm. don't always understand um, the things that I do or the way that I do them, and that's okay. They don't have to. But mm-hmm. I, I know myself, and I trust myself, and I know mm-hmm. um, my creative vision and everything. So I've, I've just learned to, to do that, and I've learned that I'm stronger than I think. Absolutely. 
I've learned that Absolutely. I'm stronger than I think. I've had to overcome so much in my life. Um, in the past 10 years specifically, I've had to overcome so much and bounce back and be resilient. But now I'm in a place where the good that I've expected is really happening for me. And so I think that that's what I've learned. I've learned to be open and trust the process, and I've learned to surrender. Do you know what I mean? I've learned to surrender. I've learned to yield. I've learned to take my hands off of it, throw my hands up, and say, okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because we try to control and we try to manipulate situations and we try to maneuver and everything else, so we have to learn how to yield because it's in our yielding where we find our greatest strength, but we don't realize that until we're there. So, you know, those have been some of the greatest things that I've learned about myself. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, Tamika, for the folks out here um, who want to know how they can go about getting a copy of A Woman's Journey to Self-Assurance, where can they go to purchase this book? Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So it's A a Woman's Journey to Self-Assurance is available on Amazon. They can purchase it in either e-book or paperback form. Uh, And then, of course, if they wanted to support any of the ladies individually, I know that they've shared their links as well, so they can mm-hmm, purchase mm-hmm. from them um, separately where they can. If they want to support a particular um, woman, they can most certainly do that, but they can also go ahead and get the book on Amazon. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I, I, for one, um, is definitely looking forward to what you shall bring with us thus far because um, I know mm-hmm. some great things are definitely in the works. And so uh, before we get ready to get out of here, uh, what are some, some words of encouragement that you can give to women out here who are <laughs> on their their journey to, to being that self-assured woman? I think the greatest thing that I would say um, to those listening is that you have to love yourself first. Mm -hmm. And when you love yourself first, you put yourself first and you realize that that's not you being selfish. That's you choosing you. And I've seen, you know, in my short life of 40 years, (laughs) I've seen too (laughs) many women not choose themselves. I've seen too many women sacrifice themselves for the purposes of someone else or something else. And I'm ready for women to stand to step into their rightful places. I'm ready for women to break down these glass ceilings. I'm ready for women to, and they are, women are doing great things, but I'm ready for us to do more because there's so much more on the inside of us. It's time for us to choose ourselves and to love ourselves first. And, you know, we all got to make a commitment to doing that from this day forward. Like no matter what's facing in front of you, if if that requires you to sacrifice yourself, then the answer is an automatic no. Because we have to get beyond this, you know, if if I don't do it, if I don't show up, if I don't move, then it's never going to happen. No, what happens to you in that process is that you further mm-hmm. and further put yourself on the back burner, and the more you continue to do that, the harder it's going to be for you to surface back to the front. So love yourself first and choose yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great words to, to end the show on. And once again, Tamika, thank you so much for, for, and I'm glad that we were able to connect. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you would think Tamika, me and Tamika have been uh, friends for a long time, but Tamika gives me a hard time, y'all. She gives me, she gives me a hard time. But she gives me a hard though. time. Yeah, she keeps me alive, though. She keeps me alive. And so I'm definitely appreciative of our connection and for you connecting me with all of these awesome 
um, other individuals as well that have um, the beautiful butterfly show. And I, so I definitely want to show you that I'm very appreciative of that. And um, I know that uh, 2018 is going to be amazing for you. And so I just want to thank you so much for coming on here and joining us this evening. Thank you. I wanted to thank you um, before we end for agreeing to be our exclusive media partner. Um, when I thought of us scheduling interviews with anyone, I knew that I wanted it to be you because of our prior experiences, because of your interview style, your personality, your loving and open spirit. Um, I knew that I wanted the ladies to specifically be a part of your platform, and I'm very excited um, that you were willing to do that and that you were willing to have us on and be patient through the rescheduling and all of that. So I am grateful for you, and I appreciate it. And I'm excited for where things are going for you um, the rest of 2017 and beyond. I'm going to stay in your inbox. I'm going to always slide in the DMs because I most definitely, <laughs> because I most definitely, okay, want to push you and help you get to your next level. So just, you know, keep the inbox open and we're all good. <laughs> Absolutely. And I appreciate that so much. And so uh, we're going to get ready to get out of here, but I hope you have a fantastic rest of your evening and the rest of your week and weekend. And I definitely be able, we'll be talking with you again soon. All right, you guys, that was Tamika Sims, you guys, um, compiler of a woman's journey to self-assurance. Uh, make sure you guys go and purchase this amazing book um, and then some compiled um, and co-authored with some amazing, amazing ladies uh, with this amazing book. And so make sure you guys go purchase this. Christmas is coming up. So gift the lovely women in your family um, with this awesome book. Um, I'm telling you, each one of these ladies really, really poured um, themselves into this book in a miraculous way. So, uh, of course, if you want to be a sponsor for 2018 for the Beautiful Butterfly Show and Vibration Radio, all you have to do is submit your information to our email at the, the letter B, fly show at gmail.com. Let us know you're interested and we'll be happy to help you. Um, and so with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Treat yourself well. Treat yourself kind. Show love to yourself and to those who surround you. So I am B-Fly, and I'll see you guys next time. Have a good one. <laughs>